Yes. Here we are. Uh, so going forward, um, definitely I hate Jason Hayward. I think he's a bum. Bum. Yeah, we, we got bum. that. We B-U-M. Got that. Bum. But you were talking with your dad about Anthony Redden. Talk about Anthony Redden for me. Anthony uh, Rizzo? Redden. Redden. What, 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 the guy, oh, Rendon. 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 Oh, Rendon. Yeah, Rendon, uh, he plays third base for the Nationals, right now hitting second, which I really love. No, 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 wait, 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 no. Who was the guy who got offered $100 million? I'm blanking. I'm, I'm... Oh, Ian Desmond. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Anthony Rendon's a nice uh, player, by the way. Uh, anyway, moving to Ian Desmond. Yes, with the contract situation. Um, these guys, I feel like, um, always are paid for their past uh, performances, a la... Jacoby Ellsbury, Allah, I just mentioned uh, Jason Hayward, and I feel um, as an Ian Desmond uh, situation, like Charlie Blackman, I think Charlie Blackman was right to take the money when it was offered because you don't know what the future holds. But but then but then he gave a hundred million dollars. Okay, so he but you don't know that the the market is discriminating against 30 and older players it's the truth if you look at the numbers this past offseason players that were 31 and older according to sporttrack.com which gives you every salary and every breakdown of every team's um payroll it showed 31 and older saw a decrease of $110 million, which means players like Mike Moustakis, who's not even 30, he's 28 actually, got one year $5 million when he turned down the original qualifying offer, which was $17 million. Now, what also hurts veteran players is because the qualifying offer. Once a player, let's use Mike Moustakis as an example, or... Alex Cobb, who just got signed by the Baltimore Orioles. If you turn down a qualifying offer, which is like a franchise tag in, in the NFL, right. which is the most at that position. Uh, like Walker did. Right. Walker accepted it uh, two years ago with the Mets. Right. And he stayed, actually a year ago, and he got $15 million. Now it was $17 million coming into 2018. It was $17 million, and these guys turned it down. So it's a little bit on the player, too, because they're – they're thinking they're worth more. They get out on the market. Now there's no net for the fish. He, they can't be no caught. No net for the I like that. You know what I mean? They, they have no safety valve, and they're out there accepting two, three million when they're worth probably five years at 60 million. So they're not getting the true value, but then again, they want to get paid for what they did, bef- uh, what they accomplished, not what they're going to do. That's what I hate about the whole thing. And going back to Harper, why I think he's a piece of shit is because he goes into spring training, tells media, do not bring up 2019 and my free agency. Okay, fine. Then two hours later, you're talking about, you're bashing the Miami Marlins getting rid of all their best players. D. Gordon, Gene Carlos Stanton, Christian Yelich, and Marcella Zuna. He goes on record and says that, but oh, by the way, don't bother me about my contract. Who are you to tell what the Marlins want to do? Worry about the Washington Nationals and worry about Bryce Harper putting up his numbers to be MVP and get the contract you want. Don't concern yourself about Team A or Team B. Like Parcells always said, don't point the finger, point the thumb. All right? See what you can do better. Let's not worry about what the Marlins are doing. The Marlins were 
I would say the same as the New York Jets. You know what that means? Mediocre. When your car is stuck in neutral. They were stuck in neutral. So you're either going to go really good or really bad. Um, this in sports nowadays. You cannot stay in neutral because you're just going to stay there, overplay for players. They're going to get old and you're never going to restock your farm system. So it's either restock your farm system, uh, blow it up, start all over. Or be the New York Yankees. Not a lot of teams are the New York Yankees or the LA Dodgers. So they have to burn it down, burn it to the ground, get the insurance, which <laughs> is the, the draft picks, and um, save the money and build from within. And yes, I know Jeter's not very popular right now in Miami, but they'll see. They got some good talent that came back. I know it doesn't look a lot. And, you know, the average fan doesn't know Baseball America of the top 100 prospects. But that's what it's looking at. I'm telling you, Miami, you're, you're, I'm not saying you're in good hands, but you're, you started the process. That's all. I mean, Jeter had to undo what Jeffrey Lurie did. You know? I mean, the guy gave $300 million to Stanton. You know, that's yeah, a did. lot of money to invest in a team. It's a la uh, Texas Rangers when they got um, Alex Rodriguez. Yes, they had great players, but you don't have a great team. You don't have a great team. You don't have a closer. You had A.J. Ramos, who was all right, and you got rid of him. So you don't have a closer. You don't have any pen. You don't. You definitely don't have any starters. Their best starter, got, uh, you know, God rest his soul, was uh, Jose Fernandez. And as soon as he passed away, it all went downhill because he passed away. And now they have their best pitcher was Wei in freaking Chen, who used to pitch on the, the freaking Baltimore Orioles. They get crapped on every— He was a Yankee. No way! No, that's a Gawa. No, there was a Chen. Wasn't there a Chen that was on the? Yeah, end? that's. Uh, I can't think of his yeah, name right yeah. now, but I know who you mean. But or a Rabu or something like that. But not, no, not a Rabu. Not, there's another guy. No, Wei and Chen was on the Baltimore Orioles. Okay. And uh, geez, if you ever wanted to get the over on on those games, you would put it on Wei and Chen because he'd give up five runs by the second inning. Another piece of shit. But you see what I mean? Um, it's just the Marlins weren't going in the right direction. So Jeter had to do the unpopular thing, which was to just put fire on the place, let it burn, and um, restock the farm system. Now, you have power rankings, man. You said you wanted to go to power rankings. Yes, I have power rankings. Let's get into those. Okay, number one. Now, this is top ten. After ten, you could use your imagination, people. But at one, I have the defending uh, champion, Houston Astros, that Rotation right now, I say is stellar. You got Dallas Keuchel, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, uh, Charlie Morton, who's a poor man's version of Roy Holiday, and then at your fifth starter is Lance McCullers Jr. Are you kidding me? No, I heard Jim Bowden was on a uh, Sirius today. He said that he feels the Ashes going to a buck ten this year, and he feels all the starters could be a game five starter. The only problem he has is Giles in the bullpen. That's the only problem. No, he's actually he's he's one hundred percent dead on, and I feel if the Houston Astros are seriously considering becoming a dynasty. They must go get another pen arm because having Davitsky and Giles and you know a cast of characters, it's not going to work out that way. You need one. You need a guy for each defining role, and then you go from there. But they definitely need a closer, and I could see like a Roberto Zuna from Toronto if they're out of it by the end, or even a Colome from the Rays if they're out of it by July. So definitely along those lines, get one of those bullpen arms and strengthen uh, the end of the game. 
Okay. And I love Houston because you know their their starters go deep in the game. They're and I think it's basically because they don't have the luxury as a New York Yankee bullpen, as a uh, Baltimore Oriole bullpen to take out a guy in the fourth inning. They don't have that luxury. They have to have their starters go deep. And uh, I kind of like it because it's kind of old school ball. You know, you have uh, Verlander, you know he's giving you seven. Right. And Keuchel, you know he's giving you seven or maybe eight because he pitches the contact so well. So uh, defending champion, Astros, you're number one. Number two, I've got the boys from Beantown. Yankees play them tonight. Uh, Boston Red Sox, I think. Chris, the Lions going for the Yankees, though. I just read the Lions going for the Yankees. Yes, I would go for money's the Yankees. On, money's on the Yankees. Sorry. I would say money's on the Yankees. Um, uh, Sale, even though I love Sale, I would bet against him in this game because he is known to give up a couple. It might be a two-to-one game, but he's known to give up a couple. I think one of those goes to Miguel and Duhar. Yeah? Yeah. I think he uh, hits the sicko sign. Ooh. Yeah. Have you been to Fenway? No, I want to go. We got to go. Got to sit in the, the green monster seats. Yes. Uh, okay, number three, I have the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, a guy that we're not mentioning, we know there's Shinsei, uh, Shinhei Otani and Mike Trout and the guys of Albert Pujols, Justin Upton, but a guy we're not mentioning, Zach Cozart from the Cincinnati Reds. He signed this offseason, three years, $37 million. I mean, the guy is very versatile. He was a shortstop um, with the Cincinnati Reds. Now he's playing second till Ian Kinsler comes back, former Ranger. Well, I always like Kinsler. And once Kinsler comes back, he's going to be at third. Fantasy owners out there, this is a great guy to go trade for. He has shortstop eligibility from last year. And now uh, from yesterday, he has second base eligibility. And he will get third base eligibility by Mother's Day. So... He's a great find. Definitely go out and trade for him. At four, we have the New York Metropolitans. Uh, Steve Summers likes to say. I think they are riding high. I think, um, like I going back to the, the podcast, I believe they have to win against the teams that they're supposed to win. You know, don't take those teams, Philadelphia, Miami, Atlanta, lightly. Those are the teams you have to beat up on. Those are the teams uh, you got to get your, uh, multiply your wins on. Like, yeah, like they did a couple years ago. You got to beat the bad teams. You got to beat the bad teams. And sometimes it's harder than beating the good teams. It is. Because the bad teams have nothing to play for. At five, we have the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, people, the Diamondbacks made my cut at five. A guy we're not mentioning. Talking about my guys, Zach Godley. Pitched a godly game last night. The guy does not get mentioned whatsoever. He would be a second starter on every team. Think of a better version of Tanner Roark. He he uses up 100 pitches last night, gets nine strikeouts, and goes eight innings. (laughs) That's the kind of guy I want on my staff. He's not flashy. He's not throwing 98. He's throwing 91, mixing in the cutter, mixing in the slider, getting those outs. The only thing is you have to have a defense behind him. But you know what? I'll take, I'll take it if a guy's going to eat innings for me. And I feel like those type of guys is what makes up the MLB. I know we know of the Bryce Harpers, the Mike Trouts, the Chris Bryants, the Nolan Arenados. But uh, guys like Zach Godley 
and Archie Bradley from the Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen. Those kind of guys don't get mentioned, so I want to give them a little bit of love because that's why they're five on my rankings. Six, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. Really? And this is of right now. I think they beat up on Baltimore. They they split with the Yanks. And then um, I think they have the most underrated pitching staff in the league. You do? I do. You have Marco Estrada, uh, who always pitches a, a... a, a great game. You know, he goes deep in the game. And then you have a J-Hap, a veteran starter, used to be with the Phillies. Uh, you have Marcus Stroman, who's their number one. He's like a, a six-foot bunny energizer. He's great. And um, I believe uh, their starter is slipping me right now. Oh, Aaron Sanchez. Very good. Very good. And doesn't get a, a much love as he should. So I think they're very underrated, but these are rankings for right now, not in August. Maybe in August, they're out of it. They're bringing up Vladdy Jr. But right now, I say they are the sixth best team in MLB. Seven, you got the Terry Francona Cleveland Indians. I think they can't do any wrong. You had Kluber getting 13 strikeouts. The Klubot was on last night. He was a dog, like we like to call him in the streets, a dog. (laughs) Uh, Eight, you got the New York Yankees. I'm not impressed with Aaron Boone and his managing right now. I think as a rookie, take man- games in. You're already, you're already, you're already, you're not happy with them. Well, you're going to get exposed. I mean, uh, compared to Kapler and even Dave Martinez, these guys are going to get exposed. That's why I, I think the best manager in New York right now is Mickey Callaway, because he sat with a Terry Francona for years, managing the pen and the arms of the starters. So I believe with that uh, experience. Um, he's grow- he, will- he will grow and it has grown into uh, a good manager and will be better. So with the Yankees, I think they'll overcome their managerial woes be- because their talent is so good. And right now they're eight on my list. At nine, they got swept over this weekend, but the Washington Nationals, you know, they have the top three uh, baseball player on their team and Bryce Harper. Um, not because I think he's a piece of shit. I don't think he's a great player. <laughs> you know, that's just my opinion. But I still think he's a great talent. And uh, if you have a talent like that, you're never out of a ball game. And Scherzer, he's a horse. He just went nine in. Uh, he went complete game. I was actually impressed. I thought it was going to snow today because a, a starter went a complete game. All these guys were getting taken out. And he stole a base. Third. Right, and he stole a base. Unbelievable. At 10... The L.A. Dodgers. I know they've gotten off to a rough start. I feel like they've been playing San Francisco every day. But um, that's the schedule makers, not Puma. But uh, the Dodgers, I think a unlocked potential this week is Yasiel Puig. Um, they have some lefties coming How's he up. doing this year? I haven't, I haven't checked him out. He's, he's hitting 200, uh, a couple of stolen bases, and has like four RBIs. But I think he's they're playing the Oakland Athletics. This is the time to pile up your stats. And um, they're facing two lefties um, in Sean Manaya tonight. I believe that they, uh, he'll get uh, some hits. They'll bat him third, Roberts. And uh, he's, he's got to be a presence. It's time for him to step up that kid because he's got all the world talent, but he just hasn't put it forth yet since his very first season, to be honest. So that's Puma's power rankings. And um, you can see more of that on JFP Sports. Sports Talk at JFP Sports Talk on IG. And please DM me your questions. So now leading into 
our questions segment. I've got three of them. And hit me the, up. Hit me with them. Let, let's go. We got John from Jersey. He says, with the Mets sweeping the Nats, the Nat Washington Nationals this weekend, is there a possibility that they can actually win the division, the Metropolitans? I would say it's 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 possible, JD, that anyone could win a division. I mean, that's your hope in spring training that you know you don't just play this game to to lay down and let um, you know the Yankees or the Nationals or the Houston Astros beat up on you. You play to win the game. You play like, to win the game, like my friend like Herm. Herm, like Harm said. You play to win the game. You're damn and, right you do. And I believe the Mets are winning these games, and that if all stays well. Injuries, injury wise, and um, they get that other bullpen piece by a deadline. I feel they could make a run at this division, but all those things have to factor in. It's still April. It's April tenth. Uh, it's early, but we'll see. But definitely, they're on the right track of doing something of that sort. We've second question, Corey from Long Island, New York. According to you, who has been? Or will be under the radar for fantasy football this upcoming season. Uh, shifting gears to fantasy football from now. Uh, so yeah, it all depends on the draft. Um, you know, if we're if we were to go by uh, free agency, right? Um, for fantasy, especially, I would go with a guy like uh, Trey Burton. He used to be on... He's on the Bears now. On the Philadelphia Eagles. He's on the Bears now. You have Matt Nagy transplant, transplanting from uh, Kansas City into Chicago. I feel like he is in for a breakout season a la Zach Ertz. And Chicago will utilize their new big tight end like a Travis Kelsey. Like Matt Nagy did with Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. Hey, th- th- Thursday Night Football is getting rid of the color rush. Thank God. I didn't mind it. You didn't mind it? No, but Mike Francesa would say they're playing in their pajamas. (laughs) They're playing in their pajamas. Have you ever seen the the L.A. Rams one? Holy moly. It looks like my old onesie. I I thought it was sexy. It was was all right. It's a little bit too much highlighter yellow for me. Too too much? Too much. Okay, well, hey. Like that dirty yellow highlighter. The dirty yellow. The dirty. So I believe, um, going back on um, Corey's point... Um, Trey Burton will be utilized very greatly because what's a young quarterback's best friend? A big tight end. Big tight end, I agree. And uh, definitely get those red zone looks. Okay, moving on to our last and final question. Our third one from Ronnie from PA, Pennsylvania. He writes, what is your best John Sterling call and why? Ooh. Now, JD, let me ask you, what's your best John Sterling call? I, I, I'll tell you the truth. I don't listen to him enough. Uh, but if you had to choose one. But it is long. It is. Well, it is high. It? it is far. Yeah. Which, what's your favorite? Okay. Well, since you don't have one, I'm going to say, I'm going to cue it up. Cue it up for me. Cue it up for you. I'm going to do an acting. The pitch. Swung on it. High in the air. Deep to right center field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone! Isn't that, isn't that kind of what I just said? But I didn't do it the right way? I did it the right way. The grandy man can. The grandy man can. Oh, Susan, he took a 2-2 slider into the right center field deck. The grandy man can. I'll tell you, I like, it. I, I like this Puma today. He's not, he's not politically correct Puma. 
You're that- something sort of grandish. <laughs> Uh, I would say, Ron, that is my favorite. Ooh. When Curtis Granderson was on the New York Yankees, you know you. I loved that call. Um, other from the uh, Jason Giambi, the Giambino. Giambino. But my, I like Giambi. No, he was, he was a good guy. And he, he was t- a good clubhouse guy. He was a team yeah, player. Probably shooting up with A-Rod. Oh, but uh, other than that, um, my first favorite one was actually uh, Bernie Williams. Burn, baby, burn. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love John Sterling. I think he's uh, great for the game, great for the New York Yankees. And, uh, yes, my favorite call was Curtis Granderson, even though he's not on the team anymore. I love Curtis Granderson. So, All right, now here. We got trivia questions from oh. last show. And I got one for you today. I got, I got a good one for you today. Okay, let's hit him. All right, hold on a sec. Here we go. Okay, so last show's trivia question was, name the three quarterbacks who have thrown for 70,000 yards through the 2017 season. Three quarterbacks who have thrown for 70,000 yards through the 2017 season. So that was before last season started, right? Wait, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're, right, we're in the 2000. We were just finished. No, no, no. We, we, we just finished 2017. So this was last season. Right? Yeah, we're going into 2018. Okay. So... Uh, so three quarterbacks we're looking. Three quarterbacks. All right. Um. Well, it's not Rodgers. He spent his time in a, a hospital. Uh, seventy thousand total yards passing. Rodgers had seven, total all time. There's three, only three quarterbacks who've thrown for seventy thousand yards in their career. That's a lot of yards, dude. That's that is what, a lot of yards. Uh, I want to say Stafford, but because he throws a lot. Dude, 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 dude. Seventy thousand yards passing in your career. That's a lot of yards. Nobody, Stafford hasn't even played that long. No, 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 absolutely you not. You got to stop smoking the weed. <laughs> Definitely don't. I, you got me. One of them, one of them we talked about today. Rodgers. He's got a height issue. Oh, uh, Breeze. Okay, number two, uh, retired recently. Brother plays. His brother's still playing. His brother's still playing. Jesus Christ. You got me today. Manning. Man- oh, Eli. And uh, most, 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 most games in a row. Started? Yeah. Uh, played consecutive. P- played consecutive. Not Roethlisberger. Oh, oh Rivers. God. Oh, my God. Brett Favre. Oh, Brett Favre. Holy oh, shit. shit. You got me not... today, bro. Okay. This now, is rare, by the it, way. Now, th- this was on SportsCenter. You at SportsCenter today? Um, No, I don't. Most stolen bases since the start of the 2011 season. What baseball player is the most stolen bases since the start of the 2011 season? I didn't know who this was. I said Ricky Henderson, but he's not No, well, since 2011. Jeez. Uh, I want to say Altuve, but you know what? I'm going to go out on the limb here. Rajay Davis? I'm not going to answer it today, folks. We'll talk about it next show. <laughs> All right. Puma, I love you coming. Anything I'm else you want to add? Anything else you want to say? Uh, go Yankees tonight. I think they will take it against Chris Sale and the Red Sox. And uh, Metropolitans, I say you go seven straight tonight. Beautiful. Have a good night, everybody. Peace out. Good night.